So it's Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 to 12, page 60. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. The second reading is on page 1164. It's the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 10, verses 13 to 18, page 1164. We, however, will not boast beyond proper limits, but will confine our boasting to the sphere of service God himself has assigned to us, a sphere that also includes you. We are not going too far in our boasting, as would be the case if we had not come to you, for we did not get as far as you with the gospel of Christ. Neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of work done by others. Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activity among you will be greatly expanded, so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you, For we do not want to boast about work already done in someone else's territory. But let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. This is the word of the Lord. Um, Okay, can you hear me all right? Yep. Um, The two things that have made Street Pastors Jersey, Street Pastor Initiative all round, worldwide, work. Uh, The two things that make it work are the fact that it is multi-church, you know, multi-denominational, and the prayer cover that we have. Those are the the only things that have made it work, I believe. the, the beauty of being able to see churches work together, come together into, as it is at the moment, into the Methodist Centre. Uh, got, you've got four individuals probably there who have had a different week each, come from different backgrounds, different work situations, but they have come committed. On that time, with, with, with all of these, these coats that we wear, in that time that they come in to the Methodist Centre, they come in as ministers of reconciliation. That's what I believe. That's why I say goodbye to Debs. No easy thing on a Saturday night. And I say, I'll see you, darling. See you in the morning. 
And, and I go out and I have to believe that I am going to be a minister of reconciliation at that point in time to a generation that needs me. To your sons, to your daughters, to your nieces, to your nephews, to those ones, don't talk to me about him. He's nothing but trouble. Always has been, always will be, but I know where you'll find him. For anyone and everyone that is out there on the streets of St. Helier on that Saturday night. And, you know, it's great to be a part of that. It really is. 125 times, and I have to say, it feels like more. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. But what I tell you, uh, never a time where we've walked back a Palkit or, or, or up Vauxhall Street in the early days where you just felt that unique fellowship with these guys and girls that have been willing to come out and I, I, really, I really like to see that. I am encouraged so much by my fellow street pastors because I think, you know what, you guys are great. You've, in a sense as well, good job you've got faith in God because I'm your senior street pastor. And I might do things wrong. I may call things wrong. I might not be totally in tune tonight with exactly what's going on here. But they trust me. But the beautiful thing, too, is that they have become that minister of reconciliation for that time. And when they walk in here, blurry-eyed, in the morning, or wherever they may walk into, they've and I, I mean I should be able to run them off, but they've walked into Freedom Church, they've walked into the Baptist Church, they've walked into Methodist churches, they've walked back into Anglican churches, blurry-eyed, cold, lonely. Uh, they've walked in there, and they have really been able to truly worship God. Because four hours ago, they were in another world. They were completely in touch with a generation that's out there that really does need to know and hear about the love of Jesus Christ. And they have met that. So, ministers of reconciliation, be encouraged. And church of encouragers of ministers of reconciliation, thank you so much for your support. Because it is invaluable to us. The scripture readings that we come across here are pretty straightforward, actually. It's, it's, it's a situation of where God's people are struggling and God hears their cry. I have heard and I have seen their affliction. I'm aware of their sufferings and I know their sorrows. But they can't escape without my intervention. They are oppressed. And yet they multiply. They keep on going. Can't keep this crowd down. What are we going to do? But what oppresses people now? How do we draw the line in respect to the grace that we've been afforded by God in saying that you have to be this or you have to be that in order to come into this, this fold? To get through this narrow gateway, you need to be properly behaved. You need to speak properly. You mustn't swear, please. And you need to be something different, otherworldly, other, other other than what you are now. Now, we all know that that takes time, doesn't it? We know that that takes time. And I am so glad that God didn't wait for me to be perfect before he was able to intervene in my life and say, I've got something for you, Vinny. I've got a promise, a promise that no man can take from you. I've got this for you. But when that grace is put out to us, what do we do with it? 
Can we keep it to ourselves? Can we restrict it to, to certain people? Can we restrict it to certain movements at certain times of the week when it suits us, when it's right for us? Or do we become ministers of reconciliation? You know, your background is vital to God because he was there with you in it. And, you know, it's very easy to say, I I don't think I could do that because of where I've been. I don't think I could. It's not quite for me. It's not quite for me. And true, it's not. And it's great that people are able to recognize that instead of going through training and and getting out there and feeling, I'm just going to let people down here, you know. We don't want to see people oppressed. You want people who are out there who want to be out there, you know. People who are really up for this. This is unique. I've never done anything like this before. This is wild. This is crazy. But look at these people out here. They say they need more of us. The police are saying, can you do more? I was talking to somebody yesterday. And they said, that doesn't normally happen. When the church leaves the building, it's like, oh no, here they come. But with street pastors, it can true, we can truly say this, that it's been people who have said, we need more of you guys. Can I be there? Can I do this? And, when, and that's, the, that's a quandary time then, because you're thinking, well, well, yeah. well you, you need a minister's reference. Oh, the states. No, a minister's reference. You need, you need, you need, you know. Yeah, you know. and that, that gets a little difficult then, but they want to do it. Because they can see the application that's going out in a practical way. They can see that. And they want to do that. But your past is vital. Your past is vital. Moses' past was vital. He had been in Egypt. Um, he had seen the, the privilege. He'd seen the richness. But uh, through a course of violence... He had to get out of there, didn't he? He had to get from there. And some 40 years later, at God's right timing, he says, Moses, come here. Let's have a chat. I need to talk. I've got a plan. And immediately Moses' thing is, is one of, I'm, I'm inadequate. I, I'm not eloquent. How do they know who sent me? Who, you know, who are you? Who do I say has sent me? And they run through this over, over the chapter, chapter 3 and into chapter 4. And we basically see a God who does miracles in front of him. And yet there's still that element of doubt. There's still that part of him feeling that I'm not up for this. I am inadequate. And in 419 it just drops, boom, out of the sky, out of nowhere. These are not the words of Moses now, this is the word of God. And he said, the guys who seek to kill you, the guys who seek your life, are dead. Moses never went, drifted into this area of defense, but God did. What is in your past that Christ hasn't actually truly dealt with, to whereby you could simply say to somebody, here, mate, have a lollipop. What can be in your past to whereby somebody's chucking up on a corner outside the Pom Door? Not that everybody does that coming out the Pom Door, but, you know, sorry, Pom Door. Sorry, Pom Door. But have a water, mate. Have a water. Or a girl crying, all upset. What is in the way of you? What has Christ not done in your life that you can't say, can I phone your mum? 
I don't believe there can be anything. But this one, after this point, for Moses, it was like, the ones who seek you are dead. And if that's a word for you this morning, great. Because, you know, we can keep the past with us as long as we want. You know, we can keep the past as long as we want. We, you know what Saint Juan said? This is a unique building. Do you know how much it would cost to build this again? It would cost, I, I don't, you probably couldn't put a price on it. It's, it's an amazing structure, isn't it? Yeah? And you can just say, oh, this is, this is fine. This is, this is wonderful. Look at it. But you need to move forward. You need to move forward. And sometimes it's a matter of you just leaving the past behind. And it's saying, I'm going to press on in here. Because what I have was given me from God in the first place. And I believe that he wants us to be ministers of reconciliation. And he certainly did use Moses there. Right the way through. And what an amazing, amazing story it is. But he did the job. But what has been seeking and what's maybe after you, what you feel is constantly chasing you down in that I couldn't do that. Maybe God's saying to you this morning, look man, I've dealt with it. It's dead. Move on. I read an article. I was stupid enough to read the JEP in a weekend. And I read an article in there. And, and I realised I'm reading it. No, Vinny, this is... No, no. This is written for response. This isn't coming from, from the heart. This is coming from somebody who's wanting a response. Somebody who's thinking, this will get them going. This will get the letters coming in. You know, and I'm thinking, whoa, don't react, Vinny. Don't react, mate. You're just going to get... Put it away. I didn't even finish the article. Anyway, and I, and, and I was worshipping God a couple of weeks ago, and the words come through to me, cynical ink. And I thought, where'd that come from? Cynical ink, wow, what a line, cynical ink. I've got to keep that one, Vinny. So I'm looking in my, I'm stopped worshipping, and I get my jacket, and I'm putting out my pen, and Debbie said, what are you doing? You know, and I just got, got a line, and I wrote it down, cynical ink. And the best way for the church today to deal with all of the things that we feel and face are edging in. Uh, the best way to deal with it is certainly not to pick up your pen. The best way to deal with it is to do what you've always done. And that is worship him. And rest in him. And be secure in him. Because if somebody is that can write that blatant... It's not, it's, it's not for real, man. You are not for real. It's a wonder you can write. Right. You know? And what Street Pastors does is it comes into that area of where, like, uh, a year ago now, we preached um, oh, Matthew 5, I think, a city on a hill that can't be hid. And I spoke about how, you know, when you're in this uniform, you can't hide who you are. It's like, we know who you are. I already know what you're about. Yeah, right. You know, and you can't hide. And that is a great place to be. It's a wonderful place to be. You know, because you are totally reliant on that lady or that gentleman back home bringing the prayer cover for you 
That is what creates the divine link. When we were standing by the cows on, on, on West Center there, it was a rainy night a couple of years ago. There was a girl walking up towards Costa Coffee, Iceland on the left-hand side. There was a cab coming this way. A guy, she was very drunk. A guy came out of a side street, put his arm around her, hailed the taxi. The taxi pulled over. He put her in the taxi. I have, have I just seen that right? Prayer cover. Maybe he nipped around the corner to do a leak. Maybe she knew exactly who he was. Who knows? But that prayer cover is the divine link there. That is a ministry of reconciliation at complete and utter work there. Because that prayer cover went up immediately for that girl. Who else would have seen that? Who else would have been aware of that? We don't know the outcome of that. But that's just one instance where the church can actually be doing what it says on the tin. Yeah? That is one point where you could have been there. And for that prayer pastor at home, do not, do not think that you are not the essential key in this whole mix because you are. Because as Richard Goatley said, if we didn't have prayer cover, we'd just be talking to drunk people. And he's absolutely right. But as soon as we bring that prayer cover in, there is the divine link. And just to finish with the, the scripture that, that 2 Corinthians, I'd like to read it from the... And yeah, we're coming up to our 400th patrol, praise God. And, and, and you know, it's always easy to blow your own trumpet. I'm not, I said somebody yesterday, I'm not the right person to talk about street pastors because I'll always, I'll always think you're a potential. You know, you should do it. You know, <laughs> you give it a try. You know, go for it. You know, live life dangerously. See how you go, you know. I mean, put your faith into action. All of these things that, you know, that are easy for me to, to, to say. But it's got to be worth a go. It's got to be worth a try. Can you imagine the, 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 the sense of, of, of sadness if you were to walk in and find that it, that's it, man, it's folded? Oh, no. Why? It just couldn't get the people together and everybody had done so much that they, were just, they just couldn't carry it all. And in the end, it was just kind of here. But we did what we did and we did what we did. And I do know that there would be that, oh man, I've got to go to the mainland now to do it. And that would be a shame. You know, we speak and we speak about Jersey being a, 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 like a little hub for the rest of the nations, you know. Going to chuck a few clusters of spiritual bombs across France and Europe and it's all going to come from the Channel Islands because we're a great bunch. Keep street pastors rolling, man. Keep street pastors going for the guy and the girl who have never been outside of Jersey, who haven't got a passport. But know these guys on a Saturday night, street pastors. They're all right. They're all right. And I trust them because they don't have a go at me. But when it really comes to it, I know that I can go to them and they'll listen. And so begins a relationship. And so begins... God being relevant. Okay. The, 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 the 2 Corinthians, uh, 
10, 3 to 18, from the, the message. We aren't making outrageous claims here. We're sticking to limits of what God has said for us. But there can be no question that those limits reach to and include you. We're not moving into someone else's territory. We were already there with you, weren't we? We were the first ones to get there with the message of Christ, right? Now, I like that one. And I believe in some senses that is true. I don't think that's far-fetched. The, the consistency of Street Pastors Jersey through all of the churches across the island, we can say that. We did get into there first. We were the most consistent week in, week out with the message of Christ. So how can there be any question of overstepping our bounds by writing or visiting you? We're not barging in on the rightful works of others, interfering with their ministries. You're not interfering with anybody at Abbas too, I tell you. Demanding a place in the sun with them. What we're hoping for is that as your lives grow in faith, you'll play a part within our expanding work. And we'll all be within the limits God sets as we proclaim the message in countries beyond Corinth. But we have no intention of moving in on what others have done and taking credit for it. If you want to claim credit, claim it for God. What you say about yourself means nothing in God's work. It's what God says about you that makes the difference. It is who the Lord commends. And uh, was it, was it the, 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 the Chancellor? I commend this to the House. <laughs> uh, I have no need to do that, really. But now's the time. You know, it'll never be right. We set this up with eight folk. Do the maths. We were telling everybody you'll do it once a month in a team of four. We had an accountant on board as well. And, and when would we have got it right? How, would, how many would we have needed if we'd have waited for the right time with the right numbers of people? Uh, I think we'd still be there, wouldn't we? You know. And this guy, yeah, yeah, Mr. Probro, he, he'll tell you about his signature somewhere on it. He was well behind it and all. And, and you know, it was really exciting times. But, um, but please, if you want to know more, uh, and I do accept that it is not for everybody, I do accept that. But please, you know, if there is something in your past that makes you feel that, well, I couldn't do it because of this, just be, be affirmed today and know that God has dealt with that. And he wants to deal with it even more for you. So thank you and bless you.